What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Denim Radio Podcast. <laughs> That's not what we call it, is it? <laughs> I think it's high-end denim radio, buds. Uh, there's no high-end in it. You know, we should probably uh, practice before we go live, but uh, here we are. You know why, why I said that is because we do have our own email now, denimradiopodcast at gmail.com. So maybe that's why it was in my brain to call it the Denim Radio Podcast. But you know what? We just call it Denim Radio. It's it's, it's clear. It's concise. It's all Not to mention a new Facebook page as well. All right, right. So if you are if you listen to the show and you're, you spend time on that fucking dreaded site, come join us. We'll probably do some stuff on there. We haven't done a lot yet. I just got to start it, invited everyone I knew, and uh, kind of walked away from it. But... Uh, all, all, all I want to say is um, you're lucky that you signed my band to your label because I was yay close to starting my own label called Low End Latex Records. And oh boy. <laughs> you still can. It can be a subsidiary label. And that word's going to come into play a little bit later in the show. But <laughs> yeah, man, how are you, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, glad to join you tonight for a fast and loose episode of denim radio you know it's already kicking off in the intro yeah I'm doing ty, great ty's getting uh getting the butterflies he's going on his little uh four banger tour here on thursday so he's he's ready to rip um in case you haven't figured it out yet uh, <laughs> we had a couple guests or at least one guest lined up and that person uh, lost their voice so not really gonna make a good podcast guest if you can't talk so he uh <laughs> We made the call, pushed that one back, and then we thought we had a couple backups and they ended up falling through, so we're kind of like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And we decided we'll make the, the folks at home listen to us ramble on for one, at least one episode, and I'm sure it'll happen at least a couple more times in our existence. And yeah, we're already having some, uh, some uh, what do you call that? Complications. Fuck. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> The whole Technical program difficult. is fucked, boys. Whole yeah, I, I tried to uh, record with my DAW as well as my Skype program, and my computer decided I wasn't going to go for that. So <laughs> here we are. If you notice something a little glitchy happened in there, that's what happened. But you know what? My whole life is a glitch, so I'm going to just roll with it. That's, that's the way I am. Can't go for that. <laughs> Can't go for that. No can do. Exactly what he said. So yeah, so we... We don't actually have a guest tonight, so uh, I reached out to a couple people, and they were unavailable in such short notice. I mean, not everybody's sitting around waiting to be on a podcast like you and me, but... Uh, we're looking at you, Reiki. <laughs> I did see Reiki message me while we already started the show, so too late, buddy. Too late. Although I didn't mention anything about the... Coming on, I don't even know what he's doing, but... Anyways, so it's just, you, just me and Ty tonight. We're going to make you guys... Uh, 
listen to us ramble on. But you know what? We got a couple things planned, so it's not going to be just us rambling. We we got we got stuff to talk about. Basically, we're just up in the musical content for one episode, so you can hear some more tunes. But we're going to keep it a little bit shorter, so you won't get the the two hour dose of us. You're just going to get whatever this, it takes. This episode is like methadone. It's just to it's just to prevent you. Uh, enamorated listeners enamored enamored listeners enamorated <laughs> all right bud either you're enamorated or or uh, i'm enamorated i don't know everyone's enamorated let's have a good show <laughs> i couldn't agree more couldn't agree more let's all let's all just brace the enamoration <laughs> yeah got a couple uh housekeeping things to do as far as uh high-end denim um definitely had a good Good uh, last week since the last time we you guys heard our voices. Um, so I think the last episode would have been the same, dropped the same day the Death Cassettes album, six-song EP released in its entirety. And you know what? We weren't satisfied with only having it online. Death Cassette got cassettes, so... Nice. Those, uh, you know, in typical punk rocker fashion... You know, we had them sweating, but I think they got it a couple days in advance before their show. And the rest of them arrived at my house this morning. So I now have them. We shipped them off because, uh, well, I guess I should also say that Upside Down Man, Upside Down Man, Man Band. <laughs> upside Down Man Band. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they maybe go check out, where, where is that video? Is it on your Instagram or is uh-uh. it just a story? Yeah, I think it was a story. I'll throw it in the highlights. Uh, yeah, that we are not a cult from Penticton. They made a promo video, and uh, they they gave out gave a shout out to Upside Down Man Band. <laughs> and then I talked to Steve from Upside Down Man. I'm like, do you think he actually knew that? Was he just being cheeky, or he's like, no, he thought they thought that's what the band was called, Upside Down. Oh, really? Man Band, <laughs> 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 which is fucking funny. But anyways, so they got some cassettes too, and they're going to be joining you. Actually, well, this is a good segue, a quick segue. I'll circle back into the, the merch aspect, but you guys are going to be hitting up four shows in a row here starting on Thursday, so you might as well plug those shows while people are still listening, unless they've shut us off since they realize there's no guest this week. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, so Let's Go is touring with Upside Down Man and Mini Tour, Josh. You know, it's not a full tour. It's a little tour. We're going to have a just good a time. Guy. Four dates. Just a little guy. Um, so Penticton, Revelstoke, Salmon Arm, and the big city itself, Barrier, BC, population 2000 and change. Uh, so that starts on Thursday, November 23rd in Penticton. And goes through to the Sunday when we finish in Barrier. And that's kind of a home show. Uh, Dusty and I started the band in Barrier. And everybody's been pretty supportive of us, of us there. So hopefully that's a good homer. And uh, yeah, we've, with all the bands we've been practicing, we got a good show put together for everybody. So, you know, come on out if you live in one of those cities. And you're listening to this podcast, which will probably come out on Friday when we're playing Revelstoke. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess. We're already... Uh... I'll go Friday morning, so you missed the one show, but what else happens on Friday? Oh, Friday, yeah. So we have an album coming out. Uh, it's called Smile on High End Denim Records. Super stoked, yes. And 
it's a double fist experience of punk rock. You know, it's going to be, I'm very excited for everybody to hear it. We worked hard on it. Uh, the reception for the singles has been really good. Our song and Salted Snow. And thank you to everybody that checked out those songs and shared them and, uh, you know, everything like that. And High End Denim, High End Denim Records for getting the word out because uh, it's been a great launch so far and looking forward to people hearing the whole record. Hell yeah, man. It's uh, coming up quick, you know? And uh, never one to let you have your moment in the sun. <laughs> Old Ramey Burroughs decided to sneak a quick record in shortly after yours. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's he, like he, a he, Ramey, Ramey already did it, just like the Simpsons situation. <laughs> Ramey did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we kind of grounded him for the summer and the fall. We're like, no more music until... Because he has like 14 albums probably ready to go, but... Yeah, yeah. So he, his first song, I fell into it as a kid, gonna drop the week after your record. So nice. But yeah, definitely been busy, and it's obviously gonna slow down for the for the Christmas season, as most people aren't doing too much musically. I mean, I guess I'm still seeing people doing shows and whatnot, but I don't know. We kind of take it easy around that time. It's for family, and if you hate your family, it's getting together with friends if you don't have any friends it's i don't know what you do but maybe catch it. listen to this podcast listen to this podcast watch chevy chase movies or fucking you know i guess i don't know i don't know what people do but they don't always seem like they want to be finding new music at that time of the year it's better to wait until the start fresh in 2024 yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, between Mariah Carey and the Rumnogs, is there really any room left for Christmas music? <laughs> yeah, in case you're unfamiliar, High End Denim's very own Burning Nickels, actually the first band signed to the label, which I may or may not be in. We we recorded a joke song called Rumnogs. In case you're not familiar, it's Captain Morgan and uh, and Ignog. I guess if you're someone else in the song, they put some weird stuff in it, which I don't put in it, but I mean, to each their own. That's the joy of uh, of uh, alcoholic beverages, whatever scratches your back, or non-alcoholic. We don't judge here. You don't want to drink, you don't have to. But uh, yeah, so that song, Rum Nogs, actually got on like the Spotify curated punk rock uh, Christmas playlist. So every, right around this time of every year, you start seeing it ramp up and then... Just fucking roars for right until about Boxing Day. <laughs> it's, it's, and then it dies a graceful death until it comes back. So, so what you're saying is that Rumnogs are pretty smooth going down, but a little rough coming up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I've ever puked up eggnog, though. It sounds like a terrible idea. Even, oh, yeah. even in my dumbest of times, I've never... Uh, gotten hammered on rum nogs because it just that just seems like curdly puke yeah although no, one time, not a good time i remember uh, the very first band i did was in that was actually did anything it's called fridge or freezer there's actually the all those songs we never recorded them well some of them got absorbed by chimp change but then there was a bunch of other another batch of songs that we recorded on the very first burning nickels record it was called freezer burnt his little Play on words because it's the band's called Fridge Freezer, anyways. See what you did there. It was funny. We were uh, speaking of tours. Is so at the it was in 2008. I remember this because like so many people got laid off. There's a huge financial crisis, and because I was like in my early 20s and didn't give a shit, I just rode the pogey train and played punk rock. But 
I remember we were going to go on tour with this with friends of ours, but like at the time we didn't have recordings, and you know how it even with as a big band it can be difficult to record to set up a tour, right? Like it's yeah, if you have recordings and shit, you're proud of to show people, but you don't have any of that. So basically, the other band they're called the Smash and Grab Ladies. They're uh, some they knew some like personal friends with some big time promoter that like worked with bigger bands and he was going to work book our tour. So don't worry about it. It was going to be like seven days or 10 days through like Alberta and VC. And like, as the weeks kind of went by, I was like, what's going on here? I'm not hearing anything back. Like, Oh, don't worry about it. That guy's handling it. Hold the line. Hold the line. <laughs> <laughs> so like it got to the point where I was like really sweating. I'm like, man, like I haven't heard a fucking thing. Like what's going on? And then Finally, I'm like, I have a couple places I could hit up that said they book us. And I'm like, well, maybe you should do that. So, so I can't remember. We we ended up with so through all that time, we ended up with a show in Hinton, Alberta, because I had a friend that was running the bar at the at I can't remember the Woodcutter Lounge. It was called. So she's like, yeah, you can come play mine. It was like, I think it was like I can't remember if it was a Monday or Tuesday. It was something hilarious, like during the week. And then we also played Calgary, and then we had a few days off, then we played Red Deer, so that was our tour after all that. But anyways, what, why I'm bringing this up is because while we were at Hinton, which is kind of cool, we got free hotels, and then, like, I think we had, like, an open tab, and fucking all, like, came out with, like, all these fucking, like, a Solid plunder, solid yeah, plunder, like, man. All these appies, like, six appy plates for the two bands. So just beige just... food as far <laughs> as the eye could see, right? It was just beige. And so there's some dude, I don't know who the hell he was, if he was a friend of a friend, but he was just kind of hanging out. And for some reason, took a liking to me and someone else. And he just started like naming off shots. He's like, you ever try this shot? I'm like, no. Oh. And he's like, he ordered one and gave us one. Like, all right. <laughs> hey, you ever try this one? And I can't remember uh, all the ones we did, but he goes to me, you ever try a Ghostbuster? And I was like, no. And I can't remember what was in it, but basically it was like one of those ones where you mix milk and shit. So it's, very like easy for it to become curdled and disgusting and hurry. Uh, so it totally did. So I took this shot and I could like feel it curdling and I was like, oh my God. So I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> like went to the bathroom, bleh, came back. All right, what's next? Because <laughs> oh when you're in your 20s, you can fucking do that. And so you be... started drinking this guy and he punished you into taking every shot on the menu. <laughs> he just started offering. I don't know even know who he was, but I guess I'm lucky I didn't get fucking Cosby, but... <laughs> Yeah, awesome. you know, being a band, like, you know, sometimes we run into situations like that. I often tell a story about this guy, and uh, we were playing a show. It was a remote thing. It was down a country road, kind of like a, there was some bikers, and uh, they had, like, a little hangout area. And it was a funeral, actually. It was a funeral for a motorcycle guy. And so they had this kind of hangout area downstairs in the house with a pool table, and I was there with my band and I was staying overnight. And I actually have like three crazy stories from this night, but I'm only going to tell the one right now. <laughs> so we're playing pool at the pool table and there's like a sliding glass door that exits into the yard. And this guy said, hey, you know what? Uh, you guys are out here playing the show. That's awesome. Do you need any weed or whatever? You know, uh, I was like, no, we got some. He's like, OK, cool, man. Do you need any? And, you know, we said, no, no, we're good on that. And he, this whole time he's kind of walking towards the sliding door and he opens the sliding door and he says, I can get you, I can get you this, I can get you that. And then so we we're like, no, we're good. So he exits the place, opens the sliding door again and sticks his head in. And he was like, 
all drugs. I can get you all drugs. And then he just slid the door closed. And that's been all drugs guy in my head. Like <laughs> we didn't take him up on the offer, but the offer was nice, you know. <laughs> just the way you said that reminds me of when we were in, you know, my buddy went to uh, Marrakesh, Morocco. And you like okay. get into the Medina, right? And, you know, we stick out like a sore thumb because we're extremely pale. This is in like November, like very pale white Canadians. And you know, people just try to try to buy, get you to buy everything, right? You get swarmed by guys. And, oh, you don't know where you're going? We'll show you. And then they want money, right? But the guy threw a snake on me to like pose for a picture. And then he fucking, <laughs> they wanted money. I gave him like a $5 Canadian is what I had. But uh, they would always be like, they'd, they'd rub their fingers together and be like, something, something. <laughs> so, oh, shit. This dude pulls up to me and my buddy are walking because we got good at ignoring them after a while, right? Because we're just like, not going to just pull out our wallet full of cash and start handing shit out but this dude pulls up on like a little moped he's like guys uh have somewhere to stay tonight like yeah we got we got a hostel we're good you guys uh need a good restaurant like no we're good you guys need any alcohol or anything like no we're good and he looks at us something (laughs) (laughs) so that's just a joke me and my buddy i don't see him that often anymore it's one of those things you both got families but every time and then i'll just look something for whoever whoever can't see whenever josh says something he does the little rubbing the fingers together for money something but i just i just want to say i think you got robbed dude you're telling me a guy put a snake on you and then you gave him five dollars it sounds like somebody robbed you with a cobra <laughs> that's called a marrakesh handshake <laughs> marrakesh handshake there we go there we go there's some continuity for i'm rewarding all you folks at home for listening to either the tie episode or the uh Brad Manners episode. And for our listeners of this podcast that aren't familiar with the concept of reward, it's like a punishment, but in reverse. <laughs> there we go. Or if you're uh, if you're into like BDSM or whatever, maybe the punishment is the reward. There you we go. We don't judge here. This is a we do not fetish-friendly, judge-free zone here. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Wasn't a lot of punk rock going on in uh, Marrakesh. Even that trip in general, I went with a buddy who's not really into that scene so it was definitely a very different uh dairy very dairy different very... morocco's a pretty conservative country right i don't know much about it but oh well, it's just a muslim nation I don't, yeah. I don't think they know what's going on with punk rock i don't know if there's much punk rock at all in the area i mean maybe maybe it's it's probably somewhere i didn't find it <laughs> sure. but uh yeah here we go we're uh already rambling but i, I knew we could fill some space it's up to the viewers and the listeners if it was uh, of any value, but yeah. So as we mentioned before, no guests this time, but maybe you'll get to know us a little bit better for better or for worse. <laughs> so what we thought we would do just cause it's not going to be as long, obviously, but we thought maybe we could, uh, just kind of play a couple extra songs and chat about it. Maybe there's some meaning behind the songs. Maybe, It'll, it'll, uh, what's that springboard another story, you know, but basically, uh, what I've been doing. So I was telling you offline, my, my wife likes to do some big, heavy decorations for, uh, for Christmas every year. It's kind of a thing I handle outside. So I got the the lights on out out front. Actually got to do the back yet, but not today. But anyways, so we have our little fireplace and then we have our little, what do we call it? A nook, (laughs) whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Where I normally have my record player and my I have all like my records stacked to each side of it, and she's like, "Oh, can you 
move these out of the way because she wants to put her little Christmas scene thing. I don't know, whatever. God bless her. Yeah. So anyway, she loves it. She puts that up there. That's fine. And I was like, you know what? Because uh, I don't listen to my records a lot because they're upstairs. I don't hang out in my living room a lot. There's not, not much going on in there. I mean, sometimes I do if I'm playing with my kid or whatever, but I'm like, I think I could set up this uh, record player in my office where I'm doing this interview right now. And so it's just a little guy. I don't have a, I need to get an amp to like really crank it up, but it's perfect for this little, little office. So I've been basically going through all of my records and trying to organize them, get them up in alphabetical order or whatever. And so then when I want to find a record, I can easily find it and it's all right there and I can listen to whatever I want, but alphabetical that's traditional i respect that <laughs> maybe i'll do genre we'll see i don't think it's all gonna fit in my little little box i got here but but anyways <laughs> um and then ozone was saying because he has his big collection he's like you should put it on uh like put them all on discog so you cause you never know maybe i have something that's rare so i started with all the seven inches i have and i have a lot more than i thought to be honest with you but uh None of them are worth fuck all. I typed them all into into Discogs, at least as far as Discogs says. I mean, I guess in ter- in terms of money, they're worth less than the value of the amount of time that it took to enter them in. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but come on, sentimentally. Oh yeah, it was cool to see. And then uh, actually, because uh, I mean, a lot of them are just like the boring ass, like black plain vinyl. But I do have other ones that are. That I've found, you know, like this one, you know, you can't see, but I got blue ones, orange ones, all kind of cool color ones. So now I'm decided like it's time for Trash Diamonds to get a seven inch out just for my own enjoyment. So it's seven inches are the medium for people that like listening to records, but wish that they could be getting up and down from their couch (laughs) more. That's true. (laughs) <laughs> gotta get my steps, man. I got this Fitbit, you know. So. <laughs> Hell yeah, do it, man. <laughs> Except I told you I got it down in my office now, so I don't have that far to go. But anyway, so I just started with the seven inches. So not all of the songs, only a couple of them are are from ones that I've rediscovered. But uh, yeah, so unless you got something else to to chat about, I think we can get into the next phase here where we talk about the music. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so for me, I mean, I remember, do you, like, when you were first started getting into music, like, not music, but, like, remember when, like, MP3s are all the rage? Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, the name. Like, I used to go to these, like, like, you could find these pages that they'd be on, like, MediaShare, and there'd be other, like, forums and shit where it'd have, like, full punk albums and shit. Like, I wasn't a lot of the peer-to-peer at that point anymore. I don't remember, like... So you mean after peer to peer? Yeah, like you could just download like full full albums. Yeah, like punktorrents.com or whatever. Yeah, there's that or, one. And there's a, like Punk Oi Ska was one. And I, I can't remember. There was a couple other ones. And some of them you had to like apply to become a member. And then I remember I got in and then I was like, holy shit. So I had all these ones. I ended up even uploading a few like more rare CDs I picked up over the years. Nice. But anyways, uh, in that time frame is kind of, stumbled across bands like the copyrights and the dopamines was one and ended up when I went down to Baltimore to that insubordination fest, I saw them play 
got way too drunk and probably really bothered them. But anyways, I don't <laughs> remember. Punished them. I don't remember where I got all these fucking seven inches. It turns out I have three from the dopamines. Nice. And including one with a split with the copyrights called Songs About Fucking Up, which is kind of cool. <laughs> but anyways, I when I was looking through all these ones, I found this album, or EP, I should say. So I guess it's not a seven inch, it's an EP, but. And uh, on it's called the Soap and Lampshades EP. And the title track is one that I always dug. It's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of a morbid topic, obviously. It's kind of like an allusion to the Holocaust. Because I guess there was like, I was just reading online about it. And I guess one of the guys in the band was watching like a documentary on it. And it was like a Holocaust survivor. And he's like, all my friends are are soap and lampshade lamps lampshades now, which is kind of a morbid thing, but also kind of a a badass line. So they they used it for the song, and I guess it's kind of like a metaphor too for like losing friendships and shit. But anyways, it's a cool song. So that that's the song I'd like to play. Okay, you're gonna play it for us now. Yeah. So this is the dopamines, soap and lampshades. Five 
Hey, yo, what's up? It's Brad Manners from School Damage. Uh, you and I are both listening to Denim Radio, and it is tight like my denim jeans are. And we're back. So, yeah, it was cool to... It's a cool part about music sometimes, you know? It's like, I mean, it's always the coolest to find, you know, that new song that really gets you. And then sometimes, you know, you don't think about it for years and years and years, and then you rediscover it. You're like, oh, yeah, this fucking song. So that, that it's always was what, the best. Yeah, that's what that song was for me. It's like this song was one that I cranked all the time back in my 20s, and I haven't really checked it out in a while. So it was cool to revisit it for sure. Yeah, what would you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was good. It's like it's that style of punk rock that's like pretty simple technically, but played with so much feeling, you know, um, a very minimal kind of uh, overdubbing, no solos or anything like that. But it's got that real kind of, I don't know, I feel like I feel like it connects with me. I can understand the vibe they're going for. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, like th- they're like. Like kind of like that org core, but not really, you know, like the bands you'd see at the fest, you know. So I used to I went to fest two years in a row and it was fucking awesome. And miss it and want to go back, but uh maybe one day. But yeah, that's just the kind of band and that's just what a lot of those bands were, right? It's more about like the like maybe it's because I'm a was a depressed white dude, you know, that's definitely who they're singing to. <laughs> that's who, <laughs> it's know? the kind of song where it's like it's it's got a, almost an era of uh, an aura of sadness to it, but without being whiny, you know. Yeah, what I'm... yeah, yeah, totally. Like e- emo in in the terms of emotional, but not in the terms of like what emo kind of became with that like tight painted on jeans, fucking kind of like what Kenny was talking about, right? When he when he made Daggermouth, it's like, and I do remember that time of of like punk rock music where all the bands were emo, like the big bands, you know, and like. I guess that's kind of why, like, the, the kind of music we love was just kind of like the same old guys that just kept getting older and older. It took a while for them to, to be new bands making that style, but... That's right, but you know what? We're coming back because it was the emo takeover, like, warp Tour, you know, in the late 2000s, like 2008 to 10 or whatever, and uh, it was it was all that stuff, but now all those bands seem to, you know, they're not as at the forefront as they were, but you see all the old skate punk bands now giving it one last hurrah. And uh, just one more thing about that song. It, when I heard it, it's the first time I heard it, and it instantly took me to, like, it could be in, like, Skate 3, the video game, or, like, a skateboard video game. And it actually reminded me, because it reminded me of a song by The Thermals that was in a skateboarding video game. It's called Pillar of Salt by The Thermals. And I feel like... Uh, they were kind of building upon whatever that was. Okay. I don't know them. I'll have to check them out. Well, there you go. That's my that's my song. That's my <laughs> there song. There you go. You're going to just fucking play them right now, aren't you? Pillar of Salt by the Thermals. Pillar of Salt. So Skate 3, is that kind of... I remember, I think there's a game called Skate for the N64, was there not? Oh, wow. Um, There could have been. I mean, I was hung up on the WCW games back then, as I'm (laughs) sure you were as well. But uh, Skate 3 was a PlayStation one. It's it's a it's a popular one. Okay, yeah, I never had a PlayStation. Well, I got a PS2 when I was like 18. But I just played Final Fantasy and (laughs) Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, dude. What what are you? What are you a nine guy or a seven guy or Final Fantasy? So I grew up with like the fucking really old school, like the actual original one. And then I had, I never had a Super Nintendo till like way later. 
but my buddy had uh like final fantasy like the actual like two and three you know like the ones on super and then i got i never really like i knew final fantasy 7 was a badass game but i never had it didn't have a strong enough computer or a playstation but then yeah when, when i got that ps2 i was like i'm gonna get I'm going to revisit some place or some uh, RPGs. So I got Final Fantasy X or 10 or whatever the fuck it's called. So good. That's my favorite one. Yeah. So, well, I was always confused because then the next one was called X-2. X-2. So I'm like, yeah. is it X? And then I remember I was hanging out with some nerds one time and I was like, oh, I've, oh yeah, I fucking love that Final Fantasy X. Like, it's Final Fantasy 10. They're like rolling their eyes at me. I'm like, I don't know. Why is it X-2 then? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know those nerds that know Roman numerals. <laughs> so I'm, a, so I'm a, well, the X two is what got me because that because I didn't get it till that game was already out. Well, isn't that like that would be twelve Final Fantasy twelve, the one that, that had all X, the X dash two? Yeah, it was kind of like a Charlie's Angels vibe. With the, it was that was a good one too. But yeah, <laughs> ten was great with VV, all the cute little sprites. Anyway, I, yeah. I digress. But and uh, fun fact. The dude that plays Bender on Futurama did like a couple voices. Nice. He, he did Waka, like kind of the Hawaiian dude, and then the I can't remember the other dude's name. The it was like a creature that had a big horn, but his horn was like chopped. Oh, okay, okay. Now I'm remembering. <laughs> Ten is with Titus, yeah, Waka yes. and the horn guy. I was talking about Final Fantasy Nine, the one with the cute little sprites. Oh, I like that one. But Ten is great as well. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we just nerded out. Although I'm not smart, so I don't feel. It's like the millhouse, you know. Hit us up, nerd, in, hit us up in the comments and uh, kick sand in our proverbial faces about our lack of knowledge about Final <laughs> Fantasy. Tell us which one's your favorite. It, it has been funny though, because with the show, some of the things my buddies will be texting me as they're listening, and like uh, buddy Jerry, he's probably listening now. Hey Jerry from Regal Fowl, yeah, uh, check out his episode if you haven't seen it. I can't remember episode four or something way back. Great but, episode, and. Uh, he started uh, doing a deep dive on Mike Bullard, who I guess has been in trouble with the law. So <laughs> we were talking about how we don't, I wasn't sure if he was canceled, and he may have been. Basically, he was like stalking his ex-wife and shit, and it was not a good scene. Like recently, like a couple of years ago, he was breaching probation and stuff. So okay, not good yeah. to see. But well, well, when you told me about that Mike Bullard guy, you sent me his Wikipedia profile because I didn't know who he was, and honestly, he looks like a crooked cop at first glance. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you need to go watch that uh, him talking to Burton Cummins if you if you don't do anything else with him. Okay. Maybe okay. my dad still has his book. We'll see. <laughs> he doesn't throw anything out, so he probably does. But anyways, and then uh, on the Bruno episode, um, buddy Joel, Joel, buddy, buddy Joel was uh, <laughs> he's like getting mad because we were completely fucking up the big wig. <laughs> He's like, I don't like this bigwig hate. I'm like, I don't need bigwig. <laughs> and then he's That's... like, you guys don't know his name's Tom Petta? You guys are pissing me off. I'm like, sorry, man. Maybe you should come on and set us straight. <laughs> well, Joel Joel from uh, Frank Dukes, I don't think Tom Petty was in bigwig, so you're probably wrong about that. <laughs> he just oh. made him mad all over again. Um, also, uh, Steve from Upside Down Man has been messaging me being like, wow, you, you talk a lot of made up stuff on the podcast. Like all of my, like <laughs> trying to pull out the little facts and stuff. He's like, you're the king of disinformation. Like, I, was, I don't know, man. Like, he was doing it before it was cool. You're, you're pre-Trump. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Talking out your ass. So I gave him your address for like angry letters and stuff. I'll give you a headquarters, HED quarters. 
But yes, anyways, this is Thermals, Pillar of Salt. Casey from Tarantula Tapes, and you're listening to Denim Radio. And we're back. Yeah, that was a cool song, man. I can definitely see where you kind of has the same vibe as Soap and Lampshades for sure. I, I always do love it when songs kind of have that guitar tone that's like, I don't even know how you explain it. You know how like the little solo, like the. Like, yeah, like, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's like fuzzy and it's on like the D and the G kind of thing. Like it's not, uh, it's high pitch, but it's not annoying, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, you got you guys have some of that in your tunes, I'm sure. Some of those little chords where you kind of just... Oh, <laughs> maybe that's some old stuff. <laughs> I don't I'm not very good at guitar, so I just... It's like we have we have the basically the same thing you're talking about in that Tallit Dwarf song. It's like do 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 do. Mm-hmm. Like 
trying to think. The only song I can think of offhand, it's not. I don't. Know, I don't want to trash it, but the, the, uh, a couple albums ago, the Ten Foot Pole, they had that song, <laughs> "Don't Be a Dick," which is whatever. It's a song, but they kind of in the background they have that do and it's a really cool little. It's a really cool guitar tone. It's what I, what I took from that song. Really cool guitar tone in the background. <laughs> nice. And that, and that's going to be all we're talking about as far as that song goes. But yeah, the thermals. Total salt. Yeah, I don't know. I must not have played that game because I did not remember it, but I liked, I liked the sound of it for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like I've, I've listened to some of their other music and um, not very much, mostly that song, but it seems like I don't know if they're like a punk band or if they're like a indie band or what you would call them, but I like it. It's a grooving song. You know, it's one of those ones that it just comes back every few years, like you were saying. It's And it's one of those ones that elicits a time and a place for me. So it's got a special spot for me there. Yeah. I guess like a band that it kind of reminds me of would be like uh, like the Replacements, you know, that kind of like, except I don't, know, cool I don't know if these guys are old like them, but... That's the definitely the kind of the vibe, but I mean there is newer bands that kind of have that vibe that like they're you think they're old, then you like find out they're from like two thousand eight. Oh, yeah, fuck, exactly. I have to pull a mulligan <laughs> if I can remember this song. Anyways, we can we can keep going. So yeah, hopefully you guys are finding some new songs, rediscovering some old songs. But uh, we're not gonna do stuff like this all the time because I mean it's all but. <laughs> egotistical to think anybody gives a fuck what songs we like but you know what we're gonna we're gonna roll with it for today because we were guestless and we wanted to keep the show coming every friday so yeah we like to hang out and listen to tunes and you know if even one person puts this on in the background while they're doing the dishes or something like that and here's a couple songs and hangs out with their two buddies uh why not i agree and uh i am gonna pull a mulligan I'm not mulligan is not the right word. Audible. There we go. <laughs> um, just because of this kind of the vibe we got going on. So this band, um, they're called the Marked Men. Did you ever listen to them? Have not heard the Marked Men unless uh, I don't realize it. Okay. So I don't know. I think it was just the Spotify algorithm actually that kind of threw them on my on my plate. So it looks like I just kind of typed in Wikipedia here quick. So they're on Dirt Nap Records. Trying to see who the uh, fuck, they were on a uh, dirt nap, had an agreement with the uh, PlayStation 3 game Skate. So it's a small world. <laughs> Everything's connected in the punk rock world. So <laughs> that's funny. Right. Um, yeah. Anyways, I don't know a lot about this label other than they're from Milwaukee. So I don't know. I've, I've just naturally been drawn to a lot of that, what do they call it? Midwest punk. You know what I mean? Like, like, yes. uh, yeah. I mean, I never really understood American geography to know. <laughs> like where what that actually meant or where milwaukee and chicago and fucking minnesota are like at first i thought it was just people that sang about grain but apparently (laughs) there's more to it than that exactly but anyways this band i don't know it just came to me as i was listening it wasn't what i was initially going to choose but that's just the way this show is going to go we're mixing it up let's do it yeah so this band they sound like they're from the 80s like this song in particular and then I looked them up and they're like, you know, well, they started in two, 2002, but like the song that I enjoy is from like 2008, I believe. So the song that I want to play 
is called Wait Here, Wait For You. And yeah, I'm just going to, yeah, so this album, I think it's just there. Oh, it's called Fix My Brain, the album. And it's from 2006. But when you hear this song, you're going to be like, these guys are from the fucking 80s. <laughs> like, they just have that vibe. Like, I don't know if it's like the low five or whatever, but. I just, I don't know. The song just, one of those songs that grabbed me. It doesn't really bring me back to a time and a place other than just cruising around in my car and listening to it because I thought it was cool. <laughs> and then I figured out how to play it. have since forgot. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add about this other than here's the marked man. Wait here, wait for you. Radley, and you're listening to Denim Radio. And we're back. So, like, you know, uh, Tom Sharpling hosts a show called The Best Show on, formerly on WFMU, a terrestrial radio station in New York, but he's been doing it as a podcast for the last 10, 15 years. It's a three-hour weekly radio show. Anyway, some people might know about it. Um, and speaking of the replacements you were mentioning earlier, he... And speaking of guests that uh, are reschedule or us not having a guest, not to say this has anything to do with our guests. This is something totally separate. They're a bunch um, of drunks, but... every one of them that's not talking <laughs> to us right now. Um, so Tom Sharpling was supposed to have Tommy Stinson from The Replacements on his show. And he called him 10 minutes after he was supposed to be on the show and said, I'm trying to find the studio. And Tom texted him directions. And... 
the guy said that he had two GPSs running and he couldn't find the studio. And he was clearly just like making up excuses, right? I think uh, maybe it was a little you know, issue. But so the guy says, I have two GPSs and I can't find the studio. And then five minutes later, the host, Tom, he gets an email from the guys like PR person saying, Tom, Tommy has a personal matter and he won't be able to be at the show tonight. And this is like two hours into the three hour show that he was supposed to be on. But uh, just made me think of that when you were talking about the replacements. Yikes. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know a deep dive about that band. I mean, I like like Bastards of Young. Because actually, fuck, I can't remember now. So they that's that music video is just like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's just like the one camera pointed at the record player for like the whole song. Nice. And, like, and then somebody else, fuck, who was it? This masked intruder or somebody did like, Something similar for one of their videos. I'll have to look it up and nobody will look <laughs> where I post it. But <laughs> it was just kind of like, yeah, because they pretty much just, the guy puts it on and then it just shows a record player. That's the music video. <laughs> would have been played on MTV and everything like that. Do like, do, does it show people coming up to the record player? I don't remember. I think, I think in the, I think it was Mass Intruder. And I think the whole joke is it's, it's a parody of that. Nice. But then the guy comes in and like steals the fucking record player at the end. I, I believe. Nice. Again, I'm just like all these memories from my youth are coming back. Or youth, but ten years ago, whatever you call we're it. We're on. We're unpacking some things. We yes. are in lot in the yeah, real time. Josh is unveiling some memories. But yeah. So, anyways, yeah. I think maybe somebody walks through. I don't. I can't remember. I'll have to watch again. But again, there's gonna be people listening, to me like you idiot. You don't know what you're fucking up. But you know what? Make your own podcast then, fuckers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is my right to talk dumb shit about shit I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Love it. But anyways, yeah, so that was a Marked Men. I have no idea if they're still going. I'd like to see them live because I do enjoy that song. So I think just to hear that song played would be enjoyable for me. So That was an awesome song. It sounded like they were wearing really tight jeans while they played it because it was just so like tight. You know, I feel <laughs> like there's some serious denim holding that operation together. Some, uh, dare I say, high-end denim. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really have a lot to talk about those guys other than the fact that uh, I like the song. And it kind of came to my brain as we were talking about this kind of, it kind of this last song you played kind of reminded me of it. So yeah, yeah, I'll kick, I, I'll kick it over that, to you. Yeah, I, that song uh, reminded me of the last two songs we played in one way, but it was like almost like, a really tight, really like techy, like Ramones kind of thing, but they had more of the vocals going from the last two bands we played. You know, it's kind of a hybrid thing. I like that. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Am I supposed to pick a song now, or? Well, we're kind of going. We're kind of ping pong in here, so it's uh, okay. We're, we're back to pong. I pinged. Oh boy. Okay. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I spent all the time. I spent all the time working on the game. I didn't think of another song. Okay. He's looking oh, at okay. the posters on his wall to see. Think about <laughs> let's let's go with uh, no means no. Oh no, Bruno. This one goes out to Bruno from uh, Bruno and Cynthia Thousand Island Records fame. Here we go. What?
And Bruno from Thousand Islands Records, and you're listening to Denim Radio. Denim Radio. Come on. Okay, start over. And we're back. <laughs> quick. <laughs> hey, quick hey, a- close the door. I think a goat ran in here. <laughs> quick. Uh, so I was doing that voice. Um. So when you you you've uh, you're about to embark on a mini tour, you spend time in a car full of dudes. You listen to some stupid songs and. <laughs> Reiki is the king of stupid songs, the drummer of Trash Ambulance for the folks at home that don't know who I'm talking about. But uh, he's like, you guys got to hear this guy, you know Miles. And he puts it on. And that's like the type of shit he does. Like he goes, <laughs> who the fuck is that song about? I can't remember, but it's like Malcolm X, Rosa just Oh boy. And then he goes. It's another song called Indiana Jones. He's like, Indiana Jones. <laughs> fucked, man. You got to hear it. You know Miles. I'm not going to play it on the podcast because that is fucked. But anyways, okay. that's why I was that's like. Great. Is he like a modern day Wesley Willis or something like that? A little bit of a stutter in there? Or? I think he just like makes these clown songs that gamer kids likes. This is the way that uh, Reiki was telling me. It's like. Because I looked at his Spotify, it has like millions of plays. I'm like, there's no way millions of people like this. He's like, oh, everyone just listens to it as a meme. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I guess he wears like a Spider-Man suit. And I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's fucked. <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck off of my lawn, kids. <laughs> I don't but know. anyways, well, getting to other weirdos making weird music, no means no. Pretty sure we talked about them on the podcast numerous times. Um, yeah, we yeah we did. We talked about him before when I played an invasive song. Yeah, this this band. So I'm not gonna name names, but there's a friend of mine that used to live here in town. We lived with him for a while, and he was kind of known to have an alter ego. I'm not gonna tell you what his real name was, but when he was messed up, everybody called him Bruno. And so when that song kind of came into our 
you know, into our circle of like, holy fuck, this song exists. You better believe that was his theme song. And he actually loved the band. I think he might even have found it and like showed us like, guys, look at this. Oh no, Bruno. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, those guys are pretty incredible. Um, but yeah, as I've mentioned, I think multiple times on past episodes, sometimes some of the bands they would bring with them were just a little bit much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds like you've seen them come around a couple times. I only got the pleasure of seeing No Means No once. And uh, the bands they had with them were some of my other favorite bands. But I hear what you're saying. Uh, did they used to come around your way a lot when you were growing up, like a young punk in the scene or what? No, this was like in my 20s. Like they came to like there was this venue on the north end of Red Deer. They were like, you know, this guy Rod Rooker gave my shitty little pop punk band its first show, right? It's called Cheers North. And then he started, the same guy started bringing in like bigger bands. Like I saw Agent Orange there, fucking... Who else came? Yeah, No Means No came. Nice. Who else was there? Um, SNFU a few times. Real McKenzie's probably. Um, I saw a fucking Rebel Spell numerous times. Like, they were always supporting a lot of these bands. And, like, took me, like, three or four times to actually, like, pay attention when they played. Or I think I finally bought a CD and, like, put it in. It was like, holy fuck, these guys are incredible. And yeah. Then, and then the next time they came through, that was, like, fucking right up front singing every word but then fortunately came to an end when todd serious there passed away but anyways um no means no so i saw them there and then another time <laughs> i don't know, I need to tell the story but when saw in edmonton they played with his band i can't remember what they were called they went played for like two hours the opening band was not into them at all they were like just weird as fuck and then they start playing like two or three songs into the fucking show my buddy, I won't name his name either, but he's... It was he's, Bruno, he, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Bruno. It was a guy that's on our label now. He settled down a bit in his old, older years, but he uh, started moshing or trying to crowd surf. It wasn't even a big crowd, and fucking they kicked him out like two or three songs, so he's... We're in Edmonton, so he's like, well, I'm kicked out. What are you going to do? I'm like, so I had to go with him. He's just drunk. Uh, Anyways, so yeah, that's, that was my two in. times. But then I do have another no means no adjacent story. Speaking of the Warp Tour, so I went the one year they had it in Edmonton. I think it was 2008. And uh, Alkaline Trio played. And uh, what's his name? Skiba there gets up and, you know, they played a bunch of their songs. And then she's like, hey, I got a song for all you Western Canadians. You guys are going to love this. And they played... uh, only only so many songs. I might have told this story now that I think about it. Can be sung with two <laughs> lips, two bongs, and one tongue. And you can you know, you know what 2008 was like, especially Warp Tour. You think the fucking kids in the audience had any fucking idea? No clue. Like? So like I was like stoked and singing along and probably a few bunch of the old guys that were there. It's like face to face was there and I can't remember a couple other bigger bands, but it was mainly like a lot of the emo stuff. Kids are like, when does the Devil Wears Prada come on? <laughs> Pretty much. I remember Suicide Silence was there, and I was like, what the fuck is this? But no hate. It's just, it's not for Josh. But uh, actually, you know who else I saw on that tour? That's nothing to do with No Means No, but it was uh, Zoli Wise. Did you see that? Pennywise and Zoli singing? Oh, okay. No, no, I never saw that uh, on my one year. That was the only time I think I saw it, but it was was interesting, man, because it was like, he kind of like, 
dressed and acted like took on like a gym persona while he was on stage with like the hat and fucking like just the way he acted. And I bet you 80% of the kids that had no (laughs) idea that it wasn't the original singer. Right. Like he actually sounded like Jim, like he sang, sung in a, except on, on that album he did, he sung like Zoli. But like when he was singing the Pennywise songs, he kind of sung it in a lower register. So he actually sounded a bit like Jim. Obviously not like, cause I know, I knew it wasn't him, but yeah, it was interesting. He's got he's got that hat brim tucked real low. You know what I <laughs> he mean? Did, man, it was weird because I'd seen him in uh, Ignite, and he didn't obviously completely different aesthetic, but like he was like acting like fucking Jim. It was weird. Yeah, hopefully he got paid like Jim too. <laughs> Actually, talked to got to interview Jim on my old show, and he was like talking about how that was so weird because you know I didn't realize that Jim had written a lot of the good Pennywise songs I liked, right? So he's like, yeah, it's kind of weird hearing some other dude singing these songs I wrote. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of brings you back to the Guess Who cover band shit we talked about last episode. Oh, exactly. And uh, just a a quick footnote, and, you know, I've got No Means No on the mind right now because Dead Bob is on tour, and that's John Wright from No Means No, his kind of new super group that he put together with Canadian musicians. And uh, they played Kamloops. They're doing like they're doing the interior now, and I'm sure they'll do other places. But, you know, they got uh, Ford Pier playing with them. Uh, they've got Brad that Byron. That the band from that I hated. You, oh, Ford <laughs> Pier, dude. That's like my favorite band. We're going to have problems. Man. It is very quirky music, but... Dude, if you're ever stuck in a car with me, I'm playing Ford Pure, oh, like man. his whole discography. I don't know. Maybe it's, I just wasn't in the mood. <laughs> That's fair. You know what? I'll give you that. You got to be in a particular mood because and it was, uh, and it was he's like, a very intense guy. I, and that might have been it. I don't know. Yeah. Either yeah. or. Either or. I should, Six I should, in one, I half dozen, but I was not like, enjoying a set and it fucking wouldn't end. It was like, all right, just seven more. You know, one of those nights where yeah. it's like, please get off the stage and let the next man go. Oh, we've had a couple of those. <laughs> and you know, you never want to, uh, as a performer, you never want to be the band that fucking people are like, please get off the stage. You know, <laughs> it's better to be the band that they want more. They want to hear more than the band that are like, get these fucking idiots off the stage now (laughs) let's just say that if you're touring and there's four or five bands on the bill less than 20 songs is probably a good amount to play (laughs) well i think his songs are just long like nine minutes long so it was like maybe he only played three but it just they didn't stop yeah yeah, anyways there's no there's no slander here that's that's your favorite band so but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna Yuck your yum. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And then it's not for you either. I'm not going to try to act like you have to like it, man. <laughs> well, maybe I would. I'm, I'm a new man these days. <laughs> I'm a Fort Pier man. He's never going to come on the show now. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, I'm already like, I'm already like tagging Ford Pier in this podcast. <laughs> He's very litigious, dude. You got to watch that. <laughs> it's a, we're all good, Ford. You're you're always welcome here to explain your side of the story. (laughs) But yeah, um, earlier in the show when you made your uh, lowbrow joke, making fun of our record label name, uh, I mentioned the word subsidiary. Yeah, there we go. And uh, no, subsidiary. Is that right? Subsidiary? Mm -hmm. Subsidiary label. So I don't know why I started thinking about this the other day, but... I started thinking about all like the... Oh, no, I know why. Because 
that Honest Dawn's Greatest Shits, remember that fucking compilation? Came up on yes. my Instagram. And I was like, Honest Dawn's, because that was a subsidiary label to uh, Fat Records back in the 90s or whatever. Did so, they have like Diesel Boy on them and stuff? Or I don't think Diesel Boy, but uh, there was like Nerf Herder was on there. I think Chicks Dig It put out some stuff on there. But there was a bunch of bands. But anyways, I was uh, kind of looking... Did the old Wikipedia wormhole. Started clicking, clicking, clicking. And then I was like looking at some of the bands. And one of the bands that came up is like Dog Piss. Like, I don't fucking remember those guys. Dog Piss. So I clicked on them. And then I was like, oh, I should check them out. So I actually listened to them. I was like, holy shit, these guys are actually really good. So a quick little search. And so Dog Piss was a band with Jules from Guns and Wankers, if you remember them. And Duncan from Snuff. So obviously they're a British band. In their lineup, they released two records and the album Ein Klein Punk Music for calling it a day. Also, Dog Piss is also a crust slash gore slash shit slash porn slash death metal band that hails from the New Jersey, New York, NYC area, which is hilarious. And there's a there's a MySpace link for talk the other Dog Piss. But yeah, we won't get into the core crust gore shit porn death metal band because that's just. That sounds good. I like extreme metal. I'm that sure, sounds amazing. I'm sure, I'm sure Riley already has it. He owns all their fucking records for sure. But uh, yeah, so anyways, yeah, because I mean, everybody at least knows a few snuff songs if you had any of the Fat Records albums back in the day. But uh, so when they split up in the early 90s or whatever, I actually thought that this is just another little thing I found on Wikipedia. So during the so 1991 snuff split up. During this period, all three members applied to be the bassist for Leatherface. I thought that was kind of neat. Like they're all like, <laughs> "Fuck you, man! I'm just gonna go fucking join this other band." And they're like, "Why are you still following me? What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you walking yeah. up the stairs? What the fuck? Did they did they share a cab <laughs> down there or like <laughs> like you can't join? You can't let all three of you join. Leatherface is another good band. Was a good band. I think the one I think he may have passed away. I always liked them, but anyway, are they another like Midwest Midwest kind of band or what? Like, they're kind of like, well, they're from England, but they're mm. like, uh, I would say that they're like when Hot Water Music was making a band, they were like, you know, like this is this is the band we want to emulate, you know, so that style. But yeah, I'm not gonna play Leatherface, but uh, I'm gonna play the Dog Piss song. Called Paul Polythene. Is that how you would say it? P A O L Y T H E N E. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Just dead ahead British punk. And yeah, hope you guys dig it. This is dog piss. Dog piss.
that I'm wrong. I got this lack of inspiration. The daily and the conversation. There's no one to love about, but I can do without. Ever decreasing circles, the song remains the same. And you don't see it my way. No point, it's just too late. Six of the Hey, what's up? This is Joel from Frank Dukes, Handheld, and those lovely boys in Boltergeist, and you are listening to Denim Radio, and blah, blah, blah. And we're back. What's Ooh. up? Yeah, so those dog piss, man. They got a pretty good fucking... They were a short-lived band, but they got some cool songs, if you like cool uh, British punk rock, which not everybody does, but... Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I thought it was going to be kind of like a mid-tempo song, like the last couple, but it kind of picks up and goes fast. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not like a super snuff fan. I know they have a huge following. People are pretty stoked on what they do. I just know the songs pretty much that were on. Uh, I think I had like their discography back when we were talking about where you could download like this song, whatever, type in whatever torrent. Snuff soul discography come on. So I'm sure I've heard a lot of it, but I'm far from a knowledgeable fan. But yeah, I like I like Guns and Wankers and I like Dog Piss. And I also like those bands. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Man, speaking of peer to peer and like LimeWire and SoulSeek and stuff, and apparently SoulSeek is still active. Do you remember the weird phenomenon of like mislabeled songs back in the peer to peer days? Oh, yeah. Like, you would download a song and it would be like Real Big Fish, uh, Date Rape or yeah. something. You know what I mean? And it would be a sublime song. Like that was weird. There was like, uh, I think it was actually Buck Nine, but it always said uh, Bouncing Souls, Irish Drinking Song. I, I, I feel like people did that on purpose just to like make people like me and you look like assholes when we bring it up in front of our <laughs> friends. Like, oh yeah, you know, I heard the new... So and so song and just totally off. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's actually a I don't know if it's Hard Times or something did a story about that of like a concert poster of like all the fake wrongly labeled Kazaa or LimeWire fucking songs from back in the day. Oh, Kazaa! I feel like I, my computer just got a virus when you just said <laughs> just that. Out loud, I know. 
that was one of the first ones that yeah you could have all kinds of videos and whatnot but we won't get into that <laughs> what kind of videos were available <laughs> oh man i was just i was just talking to my wife my beautiful wife kaylina about the uh before like uh official like streaming porno sites um when your option was basically as a dirt bag to go to a pornography site that offered a membership, but they would like offer a few free videos that are just kind of like five seconds or 10 seconds. <laughs> so as a young man, what you had to do back in the day was like go to all these different sites as a perverted tourist and kind of download the free 10 second clips, line them all up in Winamp or real player or what have you, all the little quicktime.movs, line them all up in a playlist and fucking, you know, I don't know what happens after that, but you let your imagination run wild. <laughs> That that was a you thing. I never. I don't. I don't believe in that stuff. It's yucky. <laughs> <laughs> My mom might be listening. This is a Christian <laughs> podcast. Well, yeah. There's definitely some interesting stuff on that internet. There were some workarounds. There were some workarounds <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it unsaid. But uh, that's all I'll say. Is that I won't say nothing. <laughs> but, yeah. So you got what do you what do you want to do now? We're we're gonna start wrapping this up pretty quick. I don't know how okay. long people are gonna put up with our fucking voices and no guests, but well, uh, yeah. Why don't we enter the most dangerous portion of the podcast? Um, I I whipped up something for you to give you a little taste of your own message medicine because you're usually the host asking the questions. So I have whipped up some pressure cooker questions for you. So. Cue that song by uh, Tiger and the Tigers, and let's get into the pressure cooker. Me reaping. Yeah, this rules. Me sewing. What the fuck? This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> How the tables have tabled. How the turns have tabled. Yeah, man, fuck, I'm ready. I thought you'd never ask. All right, start the timer now and go. Who is the most famous athlete from Red Deer, Alberta? Oh, what's her name? Fuck. Ah, she's like a fucking anti-vaxxer person. No, I can't remember her name. She's so famous in her name. Let's just say uh, uh, Ron McLean. He's, he's not an athlete, but he's always on TV talking about sports. How many words are in the title of each SNFU album? Oh, each one? The feel-good record of the year? I don't know, five? S Did you say SNFU or no? You Oh, SMFU. sorry. I was thinking noise. SFU is uh, seven. Name three bands who put out releases on Longshot Records. Fucking Longshot? I don't know. Knucklehead? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Guess a couple. Um, They're from Alberta. This rum, is a red. Rum Runner and. Yep. Fuck. What's one more? I don't know. Uh. Chicks take it. Okay, I should have said this is a special Canadian version of uh, the pressure cooker. Okay, what is the square square root of nine? Three. Which televised Canadian heritage moment references the drinking of urine or pee pee? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that one. <laughs> How many Tim Hortons are there in Red Deer, Alberta? Ooh. Shit. That's a good question. I'm going to say five. Between the current posted high-end denim records roster and online store, how many countries are represented? Uh, are we talking about ones that we're just doing distro for as well? Uh, anything that's on the website in the store or the roster. Oh, fuck. Uh, we got Canada, Germany, Spain, Italy, England. I feel like I'm missing something. Finland. Oh, six, seven. In in 1885, this national park was the first to be established in all of Canada. Banff. Canadian brothers Sean, Mark, and Adam Stern moved to LA in 1970 and started this band and record label. Youth Brigade, BYO. Youth organization. And that's the end of the pressure cooker. Okay, so going down the line, question. Good, good job, Josh. You know, uh, I don't know why I thought you said no use for name. <laughs> I don't understand why my brain went there. Because I know you, don't know, I, you said no means no. Oh fuck, that was. That's not a few. Yeah, it's seven, right? Because it's always. We'll, we'll get there, Josh. This okay. is my oh, time. Sorry, this sorry, is my pressure. Sorry, cooker. sorry. I'm not used to. <laughs> being the guy on the hot seat okay so most famous athlete from red deer was brandon sutter from the canucks right yeah uh how many words are in each s and a few titles seven you got it the one the one voted most likely to succeed fuck you up like a bad accident it's cool little thing they do uh three bands who put out Releases on Longshot, you did Knucklehead and Run Runner. One more that I might have accepted would have been the Wednesday Night Heroes. Ah, oh, forgot about those guys. Good Solid time. two out of three. Uh, square root of nine, you nailed that. Um, and the Canadian Heritage Moment references drinking urine. It was the 1958 mining disaster in Springfield when uh, the miners were trapped and they had to drink their own, you know, as the man says on the commercial. <laughs> Springfield's uh, in Canada? Yeah, I want to say Nova Scotia, but uh, you know me. I'm not a stickler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Springfield, Nova Scotia. You heard it from me. The stickler for details. Uh, 14 Tim Hortons in the metropolitan Red Deer area, Josh. Holy shitballs. And uh, you're, I think you're, you're right about the six countries on high-end denim. I have Canada, Germany, UK, Finland, Italy, and Spain, which you mentioned, so six. But there's also Tourette's, which I believe might be German. Yeah, I said Germany. Oh, you did? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Banff, you got it. Uh, Banff is the oldest national park in Canada, first established in 1885. Bam, 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 bam. And, of course, Youth Brigade and BYO Records. Uh, my favorite song by Youth Brigade is uh, Street Dominator, the one where he Street talks about... Street Dominator, race for pinks, so will have to be later. Street Dominator, soon as I... Reveal my carburetor. <laughs> and I seen them live in Kamloops, and they played that song. It was fucking awesome. I saw them a couple times. Um, but, yeah, it's funny because in that song, Sync with California they talk about how they're from Canada. And I was like, what? And then when I watched the BYO 
documentary and read their book, and then so yeah, they were spent. They were pretty young when they moved, but they were enough of, yeah. enough times. From Toronto, Ontario, Ontario. I guess that's why they like hockey. Hmm. Really cool label, yeah. And then they went on to create punk rock bowling. Oh, I never knew that. That's cool. Yeah, that's their, uh, at least Sean's baby. I don't know if they're all involved anymore, but. So that's funny. They wrote that song, old punks don't die. They just cash in. And I guess they are cashing in. And then that mic followed suit with punk punk and drumlick shortly thereafter. (laughs) Yeah, actually, on last podcast, uh, when we were talking to Kenny Lush, I actually had a game planned uh, called Shoot or Work. In which I was going to basically ask you guys, like, you know, NoFX's recent farewell tour, was it a shoot or a work? And no more than one week later, when we're talking now, you know, it seems that they've announced more dates. And those weren't their last four shows that they just played in L.A. Yeah. Or whatever. Because they're coming to Edmonton for a couple shows. I knew it. I'm sure I'll be checking that out. Maybe we'll get press credentials since we're a fucking big time podcast you know <laughs> didn't you didn't you say say to me uh we were talking about no effects farewell or i was saying we were playing with doa and you were like oh i think i saw their farewell tour like 15 <laughs> years ago or something <laughs> so the old bass player from trashed sean used to always make a joke because remember when face to face came back he was like oh i love face to face i was at their last show ever <laughs> Because they did their <laughs> farewell tour in 20, 2004 or whatever, then they, they're back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it's funny, I actually did get press credentials one year for Punk and Drawbook, but I didn't have going. can't remember why. I think it was broke or something. She. So let's keep building this. Let's get those credentials. Do some interviews. Yeah. Hell Do yeah. You, you want to hear one more song, and then uh, I'll choose my last one, and then you choose your last one, and then we'll get out of here. Sure, let's do it. Did you choose one? <laughs> no, not yet. I thought I felt like I was going to get the buffer of you saying yours first. I'll think now. Okay, so you just want to do one more? I can do... Let's just do... Yeah, we'll do one more each then. Okay, okay. Because you've been... seeming like it's like a mask. You need to pull out your own fucking tooth. Okay, right. I got to choose. Um, so, as I mentioned, I was going through all my records. Ah, I'll save this one for next time. I'm going to choose this one because Trashed Ambulance is... I mean, let's see what happens. They've canceled twice, but we're we're scheduled to open for Lagwagon here in Red Deer, Alberta. Not too far from now. A couple of weeks. December 5th, we're supposed to be on stage with those guys. So, And Cigar. Hasn't that, hasn't that show been canceled yet? <laughs> Fuck off. It's definitely a very real concern of all of ours. But anyways, um, I forgot about this record, so... I guess uh, Kenny Lush was talking about this guy. You know, you might have had him confused with uh, Carl Alvarez. But anyways, Seven Degrees of Stefan Egerton. I don't know, are you familiar with this record? Nope. So, so basically, he's the guitar player from Descendants and all. And I don't know if it was kind of during a time where they were, both those bands were kind of sleepy or if he just, I don't know, had some time to work on this. But he wrote all these songs and then he noticed... That he wasn't a very good singer. So, so I think it was his wife was like, hey, why don't you get like all your friends that can actually sing, come and sing on the album. So 
like I'm just kind of quickly looking at it. I got, I don't know who John Speck is, but John Snodgrass, he's like, he's pretty in like the one week record scene with like Walt Hamburg, all those guys. Um, Tim Killerath or whatever from Rise Against Sonic, Chad Price, the all singer. Um, Dan Adriano, isn't he in Alkaline Trio? Milo sings a song on it. Mike Herrera um, from X- MXPX. Scott Reynolds, he was another all singer. Chris Demakes or Chris Demakes from the Chris Demakes a podcast show, mm-hmm, slightly mm-hmm. more successful show than ours, but uh, and less than Jake, obviously being cheeky. But yeah, I want to play the song off of this that Joey Cape sung since we'll be playing with Lagwagon. The song is called "When They Roam." So yeah, if you haven't uh, if you haven't checked this record out, it's a cool idea. Like. He wrote all the music, got it all recorded, and then just, I can't remember, I'll have to look into it, if he had written the words or if he just like threw the song at someone and was like, hey, here's a song, come to me with words in a month and we'll record it or whatever it was. But So if anybody knows it's listening, and once again, I'm talking out of my ass, but yeah. You gotta, you gotta appreciate a wife that's willing to have the hard conversations like that. <laughs> my wife's been hinting for years, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to sing on my albums. That's not true. I've had people sing on a lot, but nobody wants to be in the band. But yeah. But yeah, this song is called When They Roam by Joey Cape by Stephen Egerton. Here we go. Secret, no discretion, no secret, unknown. And listening to all the one noise makes me feel so unknown. And it's upon a shot we can. Hello. It's a champion's weekend In the apocalypse they all compete Sheep is calm, deep the creative week Yeah, it's a cold as speakers In a world without originals You cannot hear the individuals When they Oh 
from Prong Rock Mag, you're listening to Denim Radio. All right, there we go. That was Stefan Nagerton, When They Roam, featuring Randall Joseph Cape, who you can catch at Bo's Bar and Stage in Red Deer on December 5th with Cigar and The Trash Ambulance. Actually, tickets are sold out, and maybe they'll release a few more, but I was encouraging to see because it's a Tuesday night, so I'm like, fuck, what's it going to be? But yeah, it's sold out. It's Very gonna nice. going to be fun. Hopefully we don't blow it. I don't see why you would, uh, you know, sold out. That must be nice, you know. Having Lagwagon on the bill helps with that. But uh, <laughs> how was how how your show the other week, a week ago or something? There Was that one sold out too, or how was it going? <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we played the mall, West Edmonton Mall. It was an interesting show. To say the least. And, uh, yeah, we played the mall. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. I met, I met Biff naked there once. I met Biff naked at West Edmonton Mall. It was awesome. We were both hanging out in the line for Chinese food. And I was with my friend. And uh, yeah, she took a picture with us. And it was great. But that's cool you played there. How was the show? It's all right. <laughs> it was just a, a very interesting sound. Like We weren't allowed to bring our own app. So I was using like... Some hilarious 70s, like, blues dress. No, not a blues dress. I don't know what it was, but it's not what I normally play with. And then, I don't know, the bass was having problems, so they ended up just, like, shutting the bass right off. And it's just, I don't know. That's a Sid Vicious, right? And then there was the second band that went on. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell it was on that night that I was, like, <clears throat> I was doing the Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um... Yeah, like the second band that went on was was interesting, and they like, I've never seen this where the second band is like, all right, we're gonna take a little break and we'll come back and play another set. It's like, what? <laughs> like, I never heard of that. intermission. What are we yeah, out of play so, here? And then like at this point, it was like midnight, so I'm like, hey, we gotta go back to Red Deer. So we just pieced, and then he transferred what? us money a couple days later. But was it the sound guy being like, oh, the old blues driver amp, it needs a break? Is that why y'all had to take like a twelve minute break? <laughs> He didn't, uh, I don't know, he just said that they didn't have the, uh, he didn't have the electrical capacity to handle it. Not enough gigawatts, you know, it happens to the best of us. I don't know, seems sus, but anyways, we, uh, we got through it, got our money. We had a few friends come out, a few, uh, people we've met at other shows came out, but yeah, it's just kind of cool, the mall. It's an interesting place to play. Mall punks. Mall punks. Did yeah. you guys all get piercings at Claire's before you left? Or Yeah, I got a Prince Albert, actually. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. I kind of derailed you. We just listened to your last song there, or your, your song. What are we hearing? Yeah, we already we already talked about it. Um, oh, if you shit. don't have that record, check it out. There's lots of cool songs on it. That song's a little more uh, alt-rocky than others. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's got Joey Cape, so it brings it around. It's just kind of cool that he just brought in a bunch of 
people from the punk scene to sing on it and it turned out really cool. Wouldn't mind doing something like that one day in my life if I ever got good enough at recording, which I haven't yet. <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, start wrapping this up. You want to do one last song? Sure. Uh, let's do Serial Wars by AFI. Oh, a hard hitter. All right, well, that's how we're going to play this the show out. So I just want to quickly go through what shows are coming up the bands on this label i know we already talked about yours but i'm gonna talk about them again so i'm just loading up my uh if you guys haven't been there go to highendenimrex.com they got all the bands on the on our roster all the upcoming shows we got our online store so all the digital copies you can if you want to order some some wax some cassette tapes fucking do it up um but yeah here is the show. So, well, this is already going to be over by the time. But November 23rd, a great show happened. Let's Go and Upside Down Man in Penticton. Friday, today, November 24th, we got Let's Go with Upside Down Man and guests at the last drop in Revelstoke. Your, uh, your uh, sensual return, probably since we, we, you played there with us. Yes, uh, the, the night the night that we tried to get a beer at like... 2 a.m. and it didn't work out, but it was probably a good thing. <laughs> like I've never been so happy not to get a beer. <laughs> we 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 were full. Um, and the next night we got Let's Go Upside Down Man and at Solid Urban Studios, Salmon Arm. And after that, actually the same day, if you're not in BC, you want to you're hanging around the Calgary area. We got the High End Denim Showcase, which unfortunately I can't attend, but it's uh, the Off Sailors, Boo Radley, Regal Fowl, and more. There's one. Uh, opening band that's gonna be at the loophole coffee bar in calgary so check that out and then sunday the grando finaleo we got let's go and upside down man at the legion barrier um december 2nd you're gonna head over to winnipeg we got lost planet airman with mouthfeel 40 dollar mic and the zaps at the osborne tap house in winnipeg um december 5th we got a lag wagon with cigar and trashed ambulance at bose barn stage in red deer um, December 15th, we got You Big Idiot and a bunch of other bands. And I'm told that Let's Go is going to be crashing that party at the uh, Pizza Pie in Kamloops. So that looks like it's going to be a cool one. And then lastly, but not leastly, we got the some sort of Yuletide party at Dickens Pub in Calgary with a crap ton of bands as a fundraiser for Cousins Skateboards. And Upside Down Man will be making an appearance at that. So... I don't know if this is what they've all sent me so far. The bands are kind of shitty for sending me their upcoming shows. So I can get them on the website for them. But as you can see, the the, the bands are active. They're doing shit. It's uh, great to see. So if you're in any of those towns and any of those days, don't be Come cool. party. Yeah, go party. And if you don't party, you just want to enjoy uh, some Agua H2O. Fucking hang out, have a coffee. You, you don't need a drink. It's no. usually funner to be around Let's Go if you're drunk, but... Yeah. You don't need to drink to party. You can come party however you want, you know? That's true. If you don't need a drink, we won't put up a stink. We're down. We're down however you want to party. But yeah. So but, it's a, but it's a four-drink minimum to get into all the shows. <laughs> just letting you know right now. So, but, so if you don't want to drink, just give him the tie. He'll, yeah, he'll just give him. me the equivalent. It's like 40 bucks. And it'll be fine. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, we're hoping 
you better have a guest again next week. You're probably going to be dragging ass pretty hard next Monday after four shows in a row. So, yep, you might have some funny stories. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah going to be hanging out with the boys from Upside Down, man. And so excited to go and uh, have some tour shenanigans with them. Heck, yeah! You guys are going to be in separate vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to probably just be in two vehicles, two different vehicles traveling together and. Uh, but it's yeah, not, it's not a convoy, though, is it? <laughs> it'll, it'll be a convoy, but I, I will say, I will say, I told them which hotels we were booking, and they booked hotels that are like a respectable distance away from us, <laughs> kind of thing. They kind of like, you know, when you go to the movie theater and there's a stranger, you put like that one seat gap between you and the stranger. Yeah, there's a buffer. They, they've installed a buffer, so we'll see how it goes. You know, I think, I think they're down to party, though. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I thought you guys would just get like one big room and just build a fort and just blow farts and be married together. It'll happen. It'll happen for sure. <laughs> Next time. Next time. <laughs> All oh. right. So uh, thank you to everyone who stuck with us, even though we didn't have a guest. Hopefully you, you found some cool tunes or if you didn't like them, maybe we'll do this again where uh, you, you guys can call in and tell us what songs you want to hear and why you want to hear it. we got to get the... Uh, the viewers up a little higher, I think, before we can do that. We might be sitting waiting for a while for someone to uh, I feel like I know a couple guys that are just sitting there just with their fingers <laughs> on on the on the buttons ready to call in. <laughs> well, that's that's the kind of type of guys and gals and others that we need in our lives. So yeah, thanks everybody for, for checking it out. Um as always go to com to find out everything you need. Follow us on uh at Denim Radio on Facebook and Instagram. We also, if you want to still use Twitter, go to Head Records. You'll find us on there. Not quite as active on there just because uh, it doesn't seem to get as much action. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're doing shit. Lots of cool music. There's going to be cool stuff already planned for the next year. So, yeah. Until next time, this has been Josh. I'm Ty. And we're going to play out with the beautiful crooning voice of Davey Havoc and A-F-I. A fire inside. Bye.
<laughs> Mine. 